This is Podco Media Networks. Welcome back to Citizen CEO. Today, we continue our conversation with Jen Consalvo, co-founder and co-CEO of Established. Today, our conversation focuses more on the entrepreneur, mom, and wife. If you stepped into the role of co-founder and co-CEO, possessing all of the knowledge that you have today about GovCon and corporate and commercial industry, what would you do differently if you could go back in time? Oh, probably a couple things. One would be to seek even more advice from others like yourself. (laughs) Sometimes when you've been doing things, you know, building companies and doing things your own way for a long time, you just kind of think, I can handle this. I can manage this. But this really was a completely different realm. And I think understanding, taking the time to talk with more people and better understand where our colleagues are coming from and what motivates them and what their constraints are, the world that they're working within, taking more time to understand that would have helped me sooner to understand how to best work with them and how to not be frustrated along the way in the process. That probably sums it up, like a lot of things within there, just talking with more people, getting more advice, trying to better understand the climate and the different pressures that people within the government have, within specific agencies have, would probably have served me better. That's really great advice. One of the things that we realized within the first couple of years of applied development as well was that there are no broad strokes. When you are trying to conduct business development, it really is agency by agency. It really is specific organizations within a specific agency want to see information and data presented in a certain way when you are prospecting them. So understanding that is key. And the only way to get to that is to get to the people and really understand what makes them tick and what they're looking for. So I think that's fantastic advice. So let's talk for a moment about Jen. Tell me a little bit about a day in your life as co-founder and co-CEO of Established. Ah, So earlier I mentioned that my early co-founder, Frank, that eventually we got married. So we actually work from home. So when we get up in the morning, and another big change from the early days is we have a four-year-old now. (laughs) So when I describe our days today, they're extremely different than our days, you know, five, 10 years ago. So one of the things that you and I have in common is that we both are co-founders with our husbands. So talk to me a little bit about what's great about that and what's not so great about that. (laughs) (laughs) So what's great about it? I'm going to start with that because I really do think it's a plus. And I had a conversation with an investor the other day who was talking about their approach to the world of investing and talking about how they don't like to invest in husband-wife teams. And I continue to fight against that because I think it's a completely unfair way to judge a company because Frank and I, we are on the same page. you know. And when we're not, it's very quick to resolve because it has to. <laughs> I think when you put your marriage first and your relationship first, it makes everything else flow better because you have to stay on the same page. You honestly can always hug it out. 
you understand each other's way of thinking. You know, I know, and a lot of times, honestly, it, it sounds so funny, but I can translate for Frank and he can do the same for me, right? We know when we're getting it or not getting it or something's not clicking with something that we're trying to do with another team member or with a client. We just know each other so well. And we also know our, each other's strengths and weaknesses and we can really help each other. And that's honestly, we've evolved into the co-CEO role because we can play off each other so well and we can lead in different ways. And he may have certain strengths, which many times show up as pushing us forward, finding new directions, you know, thinking out of the box, thinking about creative solutions, you know, and I'm thinking about implementation and execution, but how do we tamper blue sky ideas with making money and making it a profitable venture? So, you know, I think those are the pros and we love it because we get to spend time together. A lot of couples, you know, just like kids, right? They say goodbye in the morning. They see each other at six or seven at night and on weekends. Right. And we get to see each other every day. And not everyone can do that. You know, we knew from when we worked together before we were a couple, we knew we worked together well. I see that as a really big benefit that we get to spend so much time together. Now, a con is that we get to spend so much time together. (laughs) (laughs) And, you know, that's a lot of pressure, right? Because sometimes you've got to be like, okay, it's Saturday night. Let's talk about something else. Or, hey, come on, you need to come around to my side of whatever the issue is here. And, you know, there's a lot of things that you can get intense about. But I think those are things that are, you know, in the scheme of things, they're pretty easy to solve. So we actually moved our desks a little further away from each other. We used to literally, people would laugh about this. Our desks and our office used to be set up exactly like our bedroom. It was weird. Like our desks were right next to each other and we sat on the same side that we slept. We lived in a <laughs> condo and our office was in one of the condos in our building that was underneath. And it was exactly, it was like we'd wake up in the morning, go downstairs and pin exact <laughs> position. And at our previous home, when we did move out of the office and into our home office, you know, we were like right on top of each other our desks were, because it was a small space. And now we're spreading out a little bit more and we're like, you know, we just need a little bit more room to feel that space and creativity. Like I can think a little more and I can have conversations that I'm not like disturbing you. Right. And that actually helps a lot. Another thing is, you know, travel. Again, pros and cons there, especially if you're married and especially if you have kids or other dependencies, you really have to juggle and think about how does it affect the company and personal life. And for us, sometimes it can be really good because we're not interrupting each other as much. And you don't notice that until one of you is gone. And it's like, right. oh my gosh, I was, just had the most productive day ever because <laughs> <laughs> I, I was by myself. But then other times, you know, if it's a long trip or something, it can be like, oh my gosh, I feel like we're not on the same page. We really need a couple sync ups because so much has happened and we haven't been communicating every five minutes like we normally do. So you lead a very, very full life. And you've been in this business for 20 plus years. How do you maintain your inspiration every single day? Wow. Let's see. How do I maintain my inspiration every day? I think there are a few things. One is, and I go back to that same question or thought that I mentioned earlier, which is about curiosity. Remaining curious about other things and exploring them. So. 
Like for me right now, we just moved back to the East Coast from, we were in DC for 20 years. I felt like, oh my gosh, am I going to spend my whole life here and never go anywhere else? And then we picked up and we moved to Las Vegas, which was like the last place on earth I ever thought I'd be. And we were there again. We thought, oh, we'll be here for like two years. And then before you know it, seven years goes by. (laughs) And that was great because for me, it really did open up a whole new world for me and made me curious and interested in all kinds of new things and new people. And then just this past year, moving to Maine, where I'm from, to be closer to family, has opened up a whole new world, like every day seeing nature. You know, I look out my window and there's this like groundhog that pops his head up every few days and like just hangs out in the sun. So for me, nature is a big part of it in my surroundings. Continuing to not just look at the work we do as work, but trying to delve into the stories. So with the startups we work with, trying to look at what gets them excited. Mm-hmm. Because if we're helping them, we're helping what they're doing. And that can be extremely exciting, especially for me. I have a passion for health and wellness. And when I get to see startups who are literally saving lives or attempting to change the world in a really important way, like that gets me jazzed. So what's next for you and established? Ah, what's next? So we're continuing to grow. We actually just in the past few months brought on three new hires, which was a big deal for us. Every once in a while, like, I get nervous and I'm like, oh, let's just keep doing what we're doing and not change anything, right? Like that's the easy way. And then you realize, no, we're too young to stop growing, right? We've got to keep growing and pushing ourselves in new ways. And so for us, it's continuing to challenge ourselves. Like this Air Force contract is a big new challenge for us. You know, we have some other things on the horizon with with some clients that are big, audacious, scary projects. Something I mentioned earlier is we've done a lot of small investing and we really want to grow that. We think the opportunity out there to invest in underrepresented founders is enormous. There are thousands of founders and even more would-be founders out there, women and minorities. They're not growing their companies because they're not getting the capital or the support that they need. Mm -hmm. And that hurts our economy. And we just see it as such a huge opportunity. And, And we've always tried to support those companies however we can. And now we just, we really want to put the gas there and grow that fund and really be able to support those companies in a bigger way. That's so exciting to hear. That's a passion of mine as well. And something that I'm looking forward to in the future is really throwing my support and financial backing behind firms who are owned and operated and founded by women and particularly women of color and also have a really keen interest on focusing on women of color who are veterans. There's so much innovation that could be taking place in the government that is not because of the nature of the system that we operate in. And then we have these amazing women that come out of that system with all these amazing ideas, but cannot get any sort of traction to get the funding that they need to get those ideas off the ground. And they're just kind of lost in the shadows. So really excited that that's an area of focus for you. And Frank, I'm sure that you guys will make a significant impact in that area over the next few years. It's exciting to hear that that's an area of focus. It is. It is. And, you know, it's, it's interesting that you mentioned veterans because 
This year, our Startup of the Year winner was a female founder, and she's a veteran. She is phenomenal. And we had, I think, of our 100 finalist startups, 12 or 14% were veteran-founded, 47% were minority-founded, and about 45% were female-founded. And it doesn't happen by accident. And I just want to continue to iterate that to people. Like, it does not happen by accident. It takes a big effort to go out there and invite people, you know, invite people into the room where they might not normally feel welcome. And when you do, you see amazing results. That's so encouraging. And it's also encouraging to hear how intentional you are being about ensuring that all of those underrepresented groups have a seat at the table. So thank you for doing what you do, Jen. It's amazing work. Love it. Wouldn't do anything else. And thanks so much for joining us on Citizen CEO. It's been so much fun chatting with you today. Thank you for having me. And I'm so glad you started the show. We've really enjoyed chatting with Jen Consavo about building a brand, acquisitions, and innovation in GovCon while learning a lot more about her insights and inspirations. You can learn more about Established at Established.us, or you can follow Jen at Nor'easter on Twitter. I hope you'll join us next week when we chat with Gina Ramsey, founder of Pink Dog Digital, about the importance of digital strategy in GovCon. Thanks for listening to Citizen CEO.